Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Well, hello, Philadelphia. I uh, I chickened out. I chickened out. I didn't want to wake up anybody in the house, but uh, we are still here. We are basically right after this wonderfully canceled preseason game. I got to thank everybody, especially the NFL officials, uh, Doug Peterson, John Harbaugh, for kind of making that happen. E, how are you doing, man? So the feeling in the press box when that lightning went off and there was a realization this game was delayed was not a pretty one. People were not <laughs> happy about potentially waiting. So credit to the NFL, Doug Peterson and John Harbaugh for doing the right things and not playing that 11 minutes of, uh, you know, final game or whatever i mean we would still be there if uh if that was the case i think the nfl for once did the smart thing yeah and uh they'd be doing it in the rain too which is kind of a even odder thing uh (laughs) they would even want to try and continue there but let's get to the main point of everything which is i was exactly right about josh mccown and you should apologize now me what what do i have to apologize (laughs) for i was never I was never anti-McCown. I don't believe I was, at least. No, no, I guess I guess you don't have to apologize. You just have to go, yeah, you're right, because I pretty much had a bingo tonight. Wow. As we talked about in the last couple of days, like three or four, and maybe even you, so count it five, like a, a, a almost a triple bingo at that point where you see beat writers, you see everybody. Now you understand why they signed Josh McCown, and can I just laugh at everybody for a moment? <laughs> that uh, thought that... Cody Kessler would just be fine because what a dreadful, awful performance. Maybe even worse than Matt McGloin, and I can't believe I'm actually saying that. E. Yeah, I mean, Cody Kessler was really bad. The way, the way you know he was bad was they clearly had intentions of playing him longer because they pulled him like 12 minutes into the game, which is a weird time to pull him, and they kept the rest of the starters in there. So it seems like they were pretty convinced that they need to get another quarterback in there to actually be able to evaluate the offense. And it was not Cody Kessler, but here's what I would say. Josh McCown played, and I'm, I'm not admitting you were right because I never said you were wrong, but I will give you credit. McCown was amazing tonight. He was really, really good. His two touchdown passes 
were right on the money. He did. He could have had a third. He slightly missed Greg Ward. And I think that his performance tonight looked like what you would expect. He was a little rusty at the beginning. I mean, a guy, you know, a week ago was coaching high school football. And then as he started to heat up, he played much better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he just he, he's, you know, he's uh, he's Uncle Josh. He just needs to get the rocket all fired up and ready to go, and then uh, and then there he is. But yeah, I mean, it's even his. I think I remarked in his, his first series, his handoffs look better than Cody Kessler's for Christ's sake. And you just, you know, this is ex- he's way better than Cody Kessler. Yeah, it's not even it's not even close. So uh, I kind of feel a little bit bad for Clayton Thorson because he didn't get in this one. But hey, he's uh, he's saving everybody uh, some some time with sleep, and we'll see him a lot in the fourth preseason game uh, good, for sure. Good news for the Eagles, though. Good yeah. news for the Eagles he didn't play because you – I never thought I'd be saying this, but you want to hide him because you, don't, you want him to make it through waivers <laughs> and cut him. Going from Nate to being elite to you can't cut – Clayton Thorson. Here's what here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about that. Can I just remark now that uh, we have seen in back to back preseason games that one uh, some two guys that we've never heard of before have more juice than than Clayton Thorson that were in this draft class. At least I think they were. And then tonight, here's the most confusing thing: Why on earth? Who is looking? at trying to get another quarterback on this team as a third QB. Why isn't Trace McSorley in Philadelphia? You know, like, why, why did that not happen? And why do, do guys like eat and stick? And it kind of goes in back to what Baker Mayfield was saying this week, even though he's like totally walking it back and he shouldn't. But, you know, and maybe we'll all have to walk back Daniel Jones. Apparently he had a really good night tonight, but like winning matters, doing all this stuff matters. I can still be biased against Trace McSorley because I'm an Iowa fan and still see that like, okay, you know, he still at least is a something that you can try and mold into and make. This is what Press Taylor wanted, you know, multiple guys on the field that might be able to throw footballs or whatever. Why is this, Elliot? I, I, this is, that was the biggest takeaway I had in the first half. Are you, uh, are you saying quarterback wins matter? Uh, I'm saying that you have to prove that you can win football games. <laughs> None of those guys that I mentioned before uh, have done that. You know, they don't. They didn't even have the stats to match it. So that's what I'm saying. So I, so I thought Trace McSorley looked a lot better than I, I anticipated him looking, especially with how awful he looked this week in practice. Yeah, he did I'm look not really ready bad. To say, yeah, I'm not ready to say that Trace is better than Clayton Thorson. I think Clayton Thorson, Trace can move. He was able to throw – his accuracy was a lot better than I anticipated. Seems to have a bit of an intangible. So I, I like McSorley more than I used to. But, I mean, Clayton is still be more of your traditional drop back, really strong arm. So I, I'm not 100% sure I would still – I would take McSorley over Thorson. But McSorley did play really well tonight. Um, I mean, at one point – and granted, a lot of Eagles – I know Carson did play. A lot of Eagles starters were in there on offense, so – they were out. The Ravens with McSorley had outgained the Eagles like 164 to 40 or something. That's so ridiculous. Not the uh, not the best offensive showing for the Eagles. No, no, it wasn't. And uh, you know, it's 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 a guy that's been there for uh, five days now and trying to understand that and. Um, you know, uh, you, what, what are you going to expect without, uh, you know, Carson Wentz leading his merry men along the way to one of the best offenses in the NFL? So, uh, no Wentz tonight. Did you think it was kind of interesting that there was a lot of, I mean, I, we were going back and forth in the text thread that, you know, a lot of the starters did, did go out for that, those first couple of drives and then came out afterwards. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with not playing Wentz, uh, ever in preseason, but what was your takeaway of it? 
so my my takeaway on it is kind of multi-layered and complicated, but I'll try I'll try my best to explain. I would expect nothing I, less. Exactly. I would I would agree with you. I would be perfectly okay not playing once in the preseason, right? I don't think it's important enough to risk the injury. I think that given his injury history, obviously there's that extra concern. You just paid him. I mean, McCallum looked really good, but ultimately I don't think anybody, you know, Wentz is the best quarterback on the roster right now. So I get all of that. But here's the thing. Once you play Jason Peters, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Graham, Malcolm Jenkins, Rodney McLeod, once you play all of those guys, it's hard to give the argument of training of preseason games don't matter. Like, had you not played any of them, I would have said, okay, that's fine. Like, they value what's happening in training camp. I tend to agree with that. Fine. But then when you play everybody but Carson, I can't help but think this is related to his injury history. Like, I'll ask you a simple yes or no question. If, and I, all right, if Carson Wentz hadn't ended the last two seasons on the bench with injury, is he playing tonight? Uh, uh, maybe, I don't know. Well, probably not because he would want to go out there and that's what a lot of those guys, at least I believe wanted to be out there. You know, I mean, it's the last time or the, the, the yeah, the last time during the preseason that Deshaun's going to be able to go in front of a crowd. So I get that Jason Peters, uh, and Malcolm Jenkins and, uh, Rodney McLeod for obvious reasons. I can understand all those because they, again, they wanted to be there and McLeod probably needs his feet underneath him, but it's not like, I mean, Jordan Howard wasn't in there. Miles Sanders wasn't in there, right? That'd be, that'd be pretty telling if like, that's even, you know, it'd be a sillier argument to even try and say, oh, they must not, you know, I don't know, think that Miles is going to get hurt or something like that. So I think it was just every, well, up to everybody's thing, like discretion. To what, well, I don't think it. I think there were certain players like Jason Peters probably had input on whether he played. I'm sure guys wanted to play, but if you're saying that guys pick and choose whether they wanted to play, are you saying Carson decided not to play? I don't know what happened. I'm just saying I'm giving the reasons of why they wanted to right. go, and for some they do, and for some they don't. And if you were Carson but Wentz and you were just coming up, a, hold on, you have an issue with Carson Wentz saying no to that anyway. Why does that even matter? If I if I was coming off well, of it and I just signed $32 million, who gives a shit about the preseason? Let me get hurt in a regular season game so it matters. Okay, well, let, let, I think we should be clear to the listeners. We don't know if Carson elected to play or not. Just, but we No, I'm not saying that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no, I'm I know, just saying, I know, yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. But, so Doug did say after the game that he didn't play him because he thought he got enough work in the training camp practice. He said exactly what you would expect. The issue with that answer, though, is all those other players also took all those reps Carson did. But regardless, in a world, in a hypothetical world where Carson elected not to play, yes, I would say that I would not be a fan of that decision. And a lot of the reasons you listed of why McLeod would want to play or Deshaun would want to play, those also apply to Carson. I mean, Carson is also coming off the season-ended injury like McLeod is. I again, He didn't sign I, a long-term I, contract, Elliot. McLeod's got to prove right, himself no, again. Well, Okay, I don't think the money – if you want to say the money should be a factor from the Eagles' perspective, I would agree with you, right? If the Eagles are saying, we just gave this guy a lot of money, I don't want him out there, I get that. But for Carson, if Carson were to say that, I would think that would be a problem. But regardless, we don't know – I'm assuming Carson didn't make the decision. My ultimate point is this, is that it just is weird to play all the other starters except Carson. Like, I understand Carson getting injured – means more in a lot of ways than these other players. But it's I mean, what if Deshaun on the first snap of the game tore his ACL? 
That would be right? like, that like would we, be we, terrible. Cam people, Newton got hurt tonight, and he apparently like has a bad ankle injury too. Like that's right. I, I don't any of that stuff can happen. And who knows? Like if Deshaun was out there, oh man, why were the starters out there? That would be a conversation. We'd have all that. They're all in different situations though. Deshaun is Deshaun knows himself. He's been in this league for a long time. Like the, you're talking the difference between right. a lot of different things here. Jason Peters just wants to be out there to warm up. Malcolm Jenkins, he just needs it to go and and do it. I don't think Carson Wentz needs to be out there for however long Deshaun was, which was what. 12 snaps, 13 snaps. Yeah, and if that maybe. Yeah, yeah, so like, it's not like Deshaun took a humongous risk by going, okay, I'm going to play 12 plays and then I'm going to come off. And especially when half of them are, are running plays or whatever there was in the, whatever the crap that was that Cody had out there. But I don't think it's an issue. Right. I think it's, I think it's silly to even consider thinking that it's a, a problem that he isn't playing in the preseason. I'd say that about any I, quarterback. I, I think, I think that, once you decide the preseason is important enough to play veteran players, which they did, they played every single meaningful starter besides Carson, right? I mean, you could argue Jordan Howard, but I don't think he's a meaningful starter at this point. But <laughs> regardless, they played every meaningful starter, right? Every meaningful high-paid high veteran starter other than Carson. It's just, so, but so it's what weird. is it? Okay, like, let's. why is it weird, though? Like, what what makes you feel uncomfortable with that decision? If, even if, let's say he did make the choice and say, I'm I'm also okay with not playing. I'd rather not play. What what does that tell you? Well, I honestly don't even think, like, the, the, the hypothetical of whether he decided to play or not, I'm not, like, if he decided not to play, I would think that would be a bit of a weak move, but whatever, right? Ultimately, I think this decision had been made months ago, which is Carson is never going to see the field in the preseason. The second they gave him this deal, I think that was a decision. Barring, I think, yeah, no matter what, he was not going to But play what's free. wrong with that? <laughs> I don't understand because, why you have a problem because, with it. Because my, because my point is this. Like, so you're not willing to risk Carson being injured, but you're willing to risk Zach Ertz, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Jason Peters, Jason Kelsey, Malcolm Jenkins. Like, I get Carson is more important, but either the preseason matters or it doesn't. If it matters enough to play those other guys it's, it's 12 snaps Elliot you're talking about 12 snaps in a preseason game it, none of it right. matters so, it doesn't matter it, even it, Brandon Graham's great play against why the, did it matter enough to put them out there that's my it point matters it matters to some of those guys matter. all of the guys that we are mentioning have played in a third preseason game because it's what they are used to all of those guys you just mentioned Alshon Jeffrey Deshaun Jackson Jason Peters Jason Kelsey it's what they grew up doing it's part of their veteran presence Carson Wentz does not have to do that we're about to see a day and age in which this is all going to change every single player says this you know and even Alshon Jeffrey in his comments about hating joint practices because he just wants to get that out there and compete that's that's what they're used to they've done that um you know in a way kind of in college they do that now and they've done that their entire career so to trip them up and say I, i'm not going to do that anymore is 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 probably just what they're used to as nfl veterans by the time that you see all these guys after drafted after win when was the cba 2012 or 13 or 14 somewhere around there so uh it, it's going to continue to go go down like it won't matter and and this tonight was another example of why i think god josh mccown and jj arthega whiteside kind of gave us a little show there because it's boring as hell like it's just you know i, I don't know i think it's so, i think that's what it is so i i first of all i think that not as many players i don't think many players had an input on whether they played or not i think jason peters probably did maybe malcolm did like a very limited amount, maybe Deshaun, right? 
But ultimately, what was the point of putting out all those starters? On Real quick, are you going to say? Are you going to say no to the four guys that you just mentioned? If they came up to you and said, "I want to play tonight," are you saying no it's to them? It's a complicated question. <laughs> I mean, if, so who am I? Am I Doug? Am I Howie? Like you're Doug. I, I would. You're say, Doug's. Doug's making this call. I. I mean, I think I would say. No, I would say it's not worth risking the injury. <laughs> I gonna, think that's what I would want to say. Now, <laughs> saying no to Jason Peters is a lot easier said than done, right? Right, like, yes. But I just think ultimately either it matters or it doesn't. And if it doesn't matter for Carson Wentz, I don't think it matters for other players. No, like, you're, it, yeah, it you're right. But but it doesn't. But that's what I'm saying. It's it's more of a routine. They're creatures of habit. People are creatures of habit. Hell, I don't. You know, I I haven't changed what I buy in like ten years, depending on the brand, because that's what I'm used to. That's what I like. Right. It's what I know. It's my routine. Like anything else, kind of throws it off sometimes. We get it. But it's Carson's just, not really been in the league long enough to be a creature habit at this point. And each of his preseasons have been, have been very. No, I'm different. not talking about right. Carson. Carson's still trying to develop what works for him. That's what I mean. And right. the injury matters, dude. Like. A of course it matters. Why Why do you want your quarterback to get hurt in the preseason? It's the most important position in, you know, in in the league, in the NFL. Jason Peters at least has a backup. And we like, what, why wouldn't are you be, well, you're going to have to use Andre Dillard at some point. You're going to have to use Ortega. You're going to have to use Miles. Like, why aren't they playing into the third and fourth quarter? They have no NFL experience, but they're keeping them off right. the you know field. And some of them are playing. So it's just kind of like. I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 Again, weird. That's a weird hill, Elliot. Well, no, that's like I'm not even dying on the hill. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't have played Carson. Like, in general, I would not play anybody in the preseason. It's just a weird decision to make. And I'll also say that after hearing that Carson's completely healthy, which he is, and he's taken a lot of reps in training camp, and he's looked overall pretty good in those reps. And I maybe it's just from battling with WIP callers who always tell me, like, the injuries don't matter anymore, <laughs> right? Well, the injuries clearly played a role in tonight's decision. Like, I, I think there was part preventative in way, like, you just don't want to risk it. But right. I also do think his injury history played a role in this. Like, of he's broken his did. ribs in the preseason before. Of and course it did. So, I'm not disagreeing. Elliot, I, first of all, I'm not disagreeing with you. But, like, what would we be – do you know how much anxiety we would have just as fans or, hell, just being in the press box and going, like, oh, my God, they're putting Carson Wentz out there. Like, why? Uh, why? why and, and, and it's just – of course it is. And you're mis – I think you're misunderstanding injuries don't matter in terms of evaluating talent. Which is what I something I've always said, and maybe the maybe WIP callers are saying something different, but you know, uh, also people are tired of hearing about it. But of course, there's factors that go into that, all of that. Right. You know, like it's it's that is pretty simple and easy here, bud. I just I just think this is what life is with an injury prone quarterback. An <laughs> injury prone like, quarterback, dude. Yeah, there's an- <laughs> you can't play him in the preseason, like. Tom Brady played tonight, like, you know what I mean? Good Cam for Newton him. got hurt tonight, I know, but he also was playing, you know, with having shoulder surgery this offseason. Like, I just, I don't know, man. Like, preseason matters or it doesn't, and if a lot of people around the league still seem to think it matters somewhat, and we'll see. Look, if Carson comes out week one and kills it, then this will be all be a mute point. And I do think not It is. It already is. It doesn't even have to do that, Elliot. You're just – you don't even – it won't matter because of that, but the process of it won't matter either because at least he got hurt in doing an actual com- competitive thing that matters for this team. Putting him in in the in you know, the preseason uh, didn't do anything. What does fucking 12 reps do to help him for the season? But that's what I'm saying. I 
I don't think the 12 reps matter. I don't think playing any of the starters made sense. It's just weird to play, you know, 21 of the 22 starters. That's, that's the only weird thing to me. I, me and you agree, preseason does not matter. I think it's pointless, right? I, I think Carson gets all the work he needs in training camp, and he did against the Ravens. It's just weird they only played 20, that they he was only when he sat. It was just noteworthy when you consider his injury history. I don't know. It just, it's like, so you're, so you're saying, like, you're okay, you're, okay risking, you're okay risking Deshaun Alshon and Zach Ertz getting injured and Jason Kelsey, but you're, Zach Ertz you're not didn't okay. play. Zach Ertz did barely played. Zach Ertz played quite a bit, if I remember correctly. I think he played at least two or three series. I think he, he played more than Deshaun. That's not a lot. Yeah, but that's not a lot. It's just like, uh, I don't know, man. Jason and Kelsey if, played almost the whole first quarter. Yes. Yeah, I, of course. He's the center. So, Who else is going to play? <laughs> who cares it's the preseason like but i'm saying it's just weird to be willing to risk those guys those guys and i get carson's more important but those guys are really important as well well we're probably not gonna agree on this one it's just like uh yeah I will, like i will oh. debate this with you till two in the morning <laughs> if I, I don't think anybody wants to listen to that in fact if you're still listening god bless you uh <laughs> but i I, I might I might have something that we might argue about too, and apparently I don't know. People always feel weird about doing this, but I I really think that Andre Dillard's JJ Arthega Whiteside and Miles Sanders have the chance to be one of the probably the best picks of all time from Howie Roseman. It's just it's incredible Not how it, yeah, and like in a I, I mean I uh, like Ertz and Lane obviously are there. That's that's a hard one to top. I really don't I mean it's like a draft class. Uh, I would say any three, yeah, any three players in succession, uh, we can call that right. a draft class. But that's more or less what I'm thinking. Like that, are, those those look like three outstanding major hits uh, right away. And like can't say uh, enough about JJ. And I I know that listen, there's a long road, and we don't know where these guys are going to end up. But I'm pretty sure that these guys are without a doubt going to be great starters in Philadelphia. And that's all I really care about. So, um, so of the three, I uh, I don't think we've seen. Like, um, Dillard and Miles Sanders and J.J. have all played amazing. So I, I think they have all have shown everything you want to see at this point, right? I would say of the three, I'm most confident in, like, if I had to say to you, which of these three is definitely going to be a star in the NFL, I would say J.J. at this point, just because I think we've seen him do it more, right? Like, it's not, it's not because I think he's any better than Dillard or Miles Sanders. I just think J.J. has a longer track record, but... But I agree. I mean, Dillard, I don't know. I haven't got a chance to rewatch it and see like what his pressures were like tonight. But I know going in tonight, he was one of only two players that hadn't a lot of pressure in the, in the whole NFL. So he's obviously off to a great start. Miles Sanders ha- didn't touch the ball a ton in, tri- in, in these games. I thought he looked good against right. the Jaguars. And I don't see how anybody could watch J.J. tonight and not think that's legitimate starting NFL receiver. Like yeah. He makes all the catches. He has the size. He had like some breakaway play afterwards. Like he could start right now for them. Like if if Alshon Jeffrey broke his ankle, God forbid, and JJ went in, I mean it's a drop off, but I don't think it would like dramatically impact things in a way. Yeah, yeah, and that's what you kind of hope for. And obviously, we have to wait to see like actual live games, but they all seem to fit right in. And I'm right there with you. Like that's, I mean, his hands are just ridiculous. I think he's going to be like king of the first yeah. downs. Um, you know, in the NFL, it's, it's, uh, actually somebody told me to tell you, it's like what Jordan Matthews was supposed to be. And that's kind of exactly oh. how, how, how I look at it too. Like, he's just so, 
I, I, I can't even describe it. He's such a technician. It's beautiful to watch. I mean, it got called for the uh, yeah. for the uh, you know illegal pick or whatever. But man, it's just his hands are like steel, you know, and they just hold and grab on. And they're really strong. And um, I and and I would actually say that Dillard and JJ have star potential, and Miles Sanders has a chance to be like really really good in the league. Uh, you know, and yeah. and 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 or they can all play tag with some of that. I think it's like two potential stars. And and one really outstanding player um, that everybody argue about should, is underrated or something like that. But well, yeah, the interesting like, thing about JJ too was so when they drafted him initially, and you read like scouting reports and all that, and one of the things that was written about him in multiple places was like not great at separation. But that and I know we talked about this before, but like certainly this would be an issue for him. Like he seems to be getting plenty of separation, like one to two yards every time they throw the ball at him, which is very encouraging to see when you consider he doesn't have, you know, elite speed or anything like that. Like, like you said, he's a technician. He's kind of winning at the line and that type of thing. So it's been, it's been very, very impressive. I think that preseason, like you can't tell if a guy is going to be a star, but you can tell if a guy can't play. And it's right. very clear that all three of these guys can definitely play. Yeah. And you should get pretty excited about it, you know, for now and and just kind of see how these guys uh, develop and reach out and especially with Dillard and this is something that I was talking with James today um, if if he learns how to be as good of a, a run blocker as he is a pass blocker Jesus Christ is that guy going to be one of the top left tackles in the NFL like it is mm-hmm. uncanny and and it happened again tonight in some instances because you look at what Jason Peters does in his first few movements and then you look at Andre Dillard and they are almost exactly alike and there's you know a lot of things that Dillard still has to learn to get to Jason Peters level obviously but it's it's frightening how their movement is is pretty similar and and it just shows you one how good Jason Peters really is and why he's an easily a first ballot hall of famer and why that you know Dillard can still gain a lot of pounds and have the same movement it's pretty incredible so um, um uh, quick quick note yes speaking of offensive tackles so I was leaving the Eagles locker room today and Lane Johnson was doing an interview and I stopped to listen just because he hadn't talked yet, but it was a one-on-one, so I didn't want to like get all on his face. But regardless, so um, Lane, he was asked, like, how are you feeling? Are you going to play for week one? Are you going to play in week one? And Lane said, yeah, I'll be ready. But then he said, uh, I'm used to playing banged up. Yeah. So I thought that was a little interesting. Like, not that he's not going to play, not that he's, you know, at 80% or whatever, but when he was initially injured, it was presented to us as, like, not a big deal, just preventative just not playing them the i'm used to playing banged up thing sounds like something he thinks is gonna he'll still be dealing with when they play the redskins yeah so just just a little something to okay put away hang our head on and that uh yeah yeah, that wouldn't be uh too you know he kind of it's weird because that's exactly what happened to him last season too and it took him a while to kind of get back to that that slice and dice there so i'm sure that sucks i hope it's not a re-aggravation of whatever he was going through last year um uh, another thing that uh, uh, I, I think that you okay this one you might actually owe me an apology for uh, Wiz is in okay. trouble suddenly now <laughs> he's in he's in more trouble than I thought but I just like okay so first of all Nate Herbig coming in there and playing backup center is very interesting since yep. he can also play guard and see I mean we don't know if he can play in the NFL in general but he played guard at, at college so he has experience doing that um I just can't get out of my head that Wiz does give you a lot of potential there. I mean, I'm sorry, not potential, uh, experience. 
Yes. Right? Like he's played in a lot of big games for this team. He's played in the NFL a lot. Like I get that his snaps have been bad, but I don't know. Like you're just gonna you're gonna go with Nate Herbig in a big spot or like I guess Sayumalu is your backup center. Yep. In, in in you know anyway, but and you have a lot of options I, at guard. There's still Big V. There's still uh, a Toth. There's still um, so your only option is. But that's the thing. If you cut Wiz, you don't have any backups on the roster that have actually played the position at the NFL level. Uh, yeah, like but I mean, guy, that's uh, sure. It's not like it's not the hardest position in the world on the offensive line. If you're going to stick with one, it might as well be guard. No, I agree. Yeah, I think guard is. That's why when the Giants took Saquon and then a guard in the draft, it was like the two least valuable positions in the world that you took back to back. But like, I agree. And I thought it was interesting. He played right guard, which is uh, obviously where Brandon plays, Brandon Brooks. And kind of like, so maybe they don't think Brooks will be ready and Wiz is the top backup to Vitae. I don't know. Maybe that's what they're thinking. But um, I would be, I would be worried about cutting with Newski, but also when I cut, when they cut Alan Barber, few years ago, I was like, this is a mistake, and then ended up not being one. So, yes. you know, they, they know what they're doing. But I, I just, uh, we just has a lot of experience. That's my only thing. I, I have trouble putting that away, especially when it's important to protect the quarterback. And we can think Vitae's great at guard, and he's, you know, picked it up. We can think Nate has potential. I agree with you, guard's an easy position. But we saw when Sayamalu struggled, and they had to go to him and Warmack and, you know, like, it can really fuck things up on offense if the if the guard's really bad. So I would be hesitant. That's uh, that's actually a great pull for uh, Alan Barber. That's uh, I forgot. I completely forgot about that because there was an argument going on for <laughs> for uh, all that yeah. offseason of why of why would you do that? And you're right. That's that's a perfect comp for Wiz right now. So we'll see. As, as normal, I was leading that charge. That's Perfect. That is perfect. Any other big takeaways uh, from tonight for you? I mean, I thought. Um, uh, I mean, LJ Ford has been playing outstanding. Uh, I thought he yeah. did. He did really well tonight. Uh, my boy, forty nine, Alex Singleton, did really well. Um, this is uh, what I also told James. So maybe you can react to this too. Um, Matt Collins, absolute steel lock cage. He's in, and Greg Ward's out. That's that was my takeaway from tonight too. So here's the thing: Matt Collins stinks. Like he's not good. So You're pretty nice catch like tonight. Watching J- uh, I mean, watching JJ Arcega Whiteside is—he's just so much better than Matt Collins. Like he oh, is yeah, like of what he is. Matt Collins was. To, yeah, right. So, and I get the special teams thing. Greg Ward is a better receiver than Matt Collins. Is. He absolutely is he right now. Yep. Yeah. So Matt Collins is going to make it. I agree. But man, Greg Ward like legit looks like an NFL receiver. I don't know if I would say Hollins is a stone-cold steel lock. I'm like only 90% of the way there. But I don't think Matt Collins deserves a roster spot. I'll say that. Um, I wouldn't – I mean, I would love Greg Ward here, and if that means that Matt Collins has to go, then then so be it. But regardless, Greg Ward needs to be on an like NFL roster. Like, right. Right. Ward's the slot. Hollins is outside. So in some ways they're not super competing against each other. Um, but I – no, I agree. Greg Ward's going to be on an NFL roster. Yeah, he absolutely should. Absolutely, absolutely um, should. I have a takeaway. Okay. I have a takeaway I want to run by you. Okay. Um, so, Corey Clement. I thought he looked really, really good tonight. I thought he looked fast. I thought he looked, like, aggressive, powerful. Like, I was very impressed by him. Do you think that they gave him a ton of action against the Ravens and a ton of action tonight 
because they just want to see him? Do you think he's a lock? Do you think they're shopping him? Like, what's your take on where Corey Clement is? I, I think the, yeah, that's. I think he's a. I think he's made it. I think he's here, and this is to try and get yeah. his legs underneath him for sure. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I think they're just going to carry five running backs, that, and I think finally, sorry, Fly sixty four. I think Wendell's finally out. You know, Boston Scott. You've so who is the fifth? Uh, uh, so I go Boston Scott, and and that's him. Yeah, he's the fifth one. Boston you Scott. Boston Cor- Scott. Yeah, I think so. He's uh, in. In the return game as well, and I don't think well. Wendell's done the same thing, so I, I, I don't know. It'll be pretty interesting how they handle it, though. But what? Uh, what I, I wonder though, because, well, no, because Corey, will, Corey will be here long term. You only have Jordan for a year, and then you're not holding and on to Josh Adams for a year, and you only yeah, have Sproles for no. a year. So there you go. Yeah, I think it's Corey and Miles' show from here on out. You know, after the season, I think they might only keep four running backs, depending on. Um, what they do a quarterback. Like if you have to keep four quarterbacks, then maybe you only go four running backs. Um, but I agree. I think the fifth at this point, I don't think it's going to be small. I mean, he didn't play at all, which is kind of interesting. Like I, kind of, if you don't play at all, maybe that's like a sign. I don't know. Or maybe he got in there and I missed him, but I, I don't think he played at all. Um, and Josh Adams had the big drop tonight, but I, I tend to agree with you. I think Corey Clement's a lock. I think he's going to make the roster. I don't think they, I mean, I think they would trade him if it was like an outrageous offer, but I don't think they're going to move him. Yeah, neither do, neither do I. Um, I'm sure we'll have a couple other takeaways as we uh, kind of roll into the weekend. And uh, I know it was a weird way to end a game, but um, yeah, there was. Uh, there's this is going to be a fun team. I think there's still a couple of things to sort out. Obviously, Alex Singleton, my boy, forty nine, just had the hair flowing all freaking night as well. He did. Um, uh, man, rain, he looked good yeah. in the rain. It looked really, really sweet. I'm glad he let the hair down tonight. So, Elliot, let's uh, let's have some more takeaways on Saturday with me, you, and James on WIP from one to three. Uh, we uh, wish everyone a wonderful weekend, and as always, go birds.